everybody. Welcome to this episode of Amplify Your Impact, where we talk to fast-growing, mission-driven entrepreneurs about how they're growing their businesses and helping others to do the same. And today on this episode, I have Amanda Fisher, aka the Cashflow Queen. She is a financial educator and award-winning author of four books on cash flow and business finances. She specializes in helping business owners to understand their numbers to make better business decisions to build their dream businesses. I'm excited for Amanda to be on the show with us. This is such an important thing to be talking about as business owners. And um, welcome to the show. Glad to have you here, Amanda. Well, thank you, Susan. I'm excited to uh, to be talking to you and and to your audience. It's, uh, as you say, numbers are such an important part of business. So the more people that understand them, the, the better. Yeah, I mean, I think that really is what it comes down to is that it's, uh, in my experience, it's like if we if we don't quite understand what we're looking at or what to do with those numbers, it's almost like we sometimes want to just ignore it and pretend it's not there. <laughs> um, or, you know, and, and even hiring someone else to manage it for us, we still need to know what's going on in our businesses. So um, I'm, I'm really glad to have you on and, um, let's just first start out a little bit of like kind of your background, because obviously if you're helping people with this, you must have a background in finances. So if you can kind of give us a quick, short, super short version of, um, your background and like why you started your business that you have today. Thank you. So I, I'm a CPA and, uh, I, I was doing kind of normal CPA, you know, like normal tax filings, all those sort of things that CPAs do. Mm-hmm. And I've also done some work as, you know, the, the in-house accountant for some slightly larger businesses. So I've got a bit of a, a combination of experience. And I, I was, I had my own CPA practice. I've had them a couple of times over my life, but my most, most recent one, and we hit a, you know, an economic kind of downturn, recession and my business went down and it went down really, really badly. And I, one day my business manager came into, into, me, into my office and, and she said, I quit and don't replace me because you can't afford to replace me. And mm-hmm. I knew things were bad, but I didn't really, didn't know how bad they were. And I know this sounds really, this sounds awful for someone who knows their numbers, but I'd actually buried my head in the sand and I wasn't looking at them because I knew they were bad and I didn't want to know how bad they were. So I did what most business people do and you just go out and, and just hustle and sell more and get, you know, in my case, get more clients, do more work. And I just was on that treadmill of I've got to, you know, find more work and get more income and get more money in the door. And I wasn't looking at the numbers, but that, that was, you know, the icy cold shower, your wake up call from my business manager to, to look at the numbers. And when I did that, I, I realized it's funny thing about it because of my knowledge, as soon as I looked at the numbers, I knew what I needed to do. And over a a couple of years, I sort of got myself out of the black hole that I was in. But what I realized was that, most business owners don't have a clue mm-hmm. and they just don't know what their numbers are. So I started you know, putting together, how can I put 
the numbers in a different way that makes them interesting and exciting and you know something that people will a understand and b be you know put a little bit of time into looking at their numbers and helping them with their business so they don't end up where I'd been um yeah yeah I mean that is kind of that's kind of what you have been known for now is how to take this thing that is really you know for entrepreneurs by nature we're usually pretty creative minded I know that like we all vary there's different types of entrepreneurs but we all have the mindset of like you know being in our business and creating and like you know doing the doing stuff for our clients and it really doesn't have a lot we didn't go into business so that we could looking at our numbers and, <laughs> and crunching data and all that kind of stuff. Um, so you make this thing that is just honestly just kind of boring to a lot of us. You make, like you said, you make it more fun. Um, so I want to know kind of like, can you give us some examples of something that uh, maybe um, a, a problem that people are having, like something that they are ignoring that they really need to start looking at and figuring out and like how can we make that more enjoyable? Yeah. So I think, I think the first thing is that for so many people in business, it, it's either, it, it's partly you don't know what you don't know and you don't <laughs> kind of know anything. But the other thing and the question that I often get, or the comment I often get is, but I'm no good at maths. You know, mm. I don't understand numbers. And you know what? I'll let you in on a little secret. Accounting and numbers for finance, it's adding and subtracting. And occasionally we multiply and divide and do some percentages. Mm-hmm. It's, act, it's, it's simple maths. It's not the complicated maths that we all kind of remember from high school where you know, the eyes glaze over and it's all too difficult. Yeah. That, I'm not quite sure what grade maths it is these days in terms of what they teach, but to me it's like grade one maths. Like uh-huh. it's, it's the simple stuff. And... Once you kind of go, okay, well, if it's simple maths, maybe it won't be so bad. That gets some of that fear factor out of it. And in terms of making it fun, it's about finding a couple of numbers that are key to the business and working on what are they, what do they mean, and how can you improve them? Because I think the fun comes in in many ways on seeing a number going up now it might be a revenue line it might be profit it might be how much money's in the bank and I'm being very simplistic at the minute but it's just one or two numbers that are key and going okay so it's this number today let's talk about what you can do differently to get a better result next week next month next quarter and and as you see those numbers improving that's when it's kind of like, oh, this is fun. And I can use that to, you know, it's that correlation between how the numbers relate to what you're doing day to day in the business. And, and that creates the excitement. And that's the excitement for me. It's like seeing those numbers improve. It's like, yes. <laughs> well, and it puts like actual information behind our decisions and our choices that we are making in our business. It's like, in my experience, it's like you all of a sudden now have more, con- you feel like you have more control 
over what is happening in your business because you realize like, oh, I can like manipulate these numbers in a way. Like I can decide if they're going to go up or down based on my actions and, and, you know, other things as well. But now it's like, oh, I, but it becomes more fun because I think when we understand things and we feel like we're in control of things, it does become more fun. Yeah. It, and it is, it's all about having confidence and <laughs> taking control. So they're, they're kind of the two things for me is getting the confidence of what those numbers are. And take, when you do, you absolutely are all about taking control of your business and feeling like, yeah, it's that whole level of confidence, clarity, control about what's going on in your business and knowing that when you're making a decision, what the impact's going to be and yeah. not kind of making a decision. And really, a lot of us make in, yeah, decisions by instinct, by gut reaction. Mm-hmm. And some of those are good decisions. Some of them aren't. And if you use the combination, I'm not saying you don't ignore what your instincts are telling you, but if you use your instinct and then back it up with what's the impact. It's like, yep, it's a risk to make this decision, but I'm prepared to make it because the upside could be really good. So I could do really well if I do this. There is a risk that something else might happen and I might lose a bit of money, but I'm okay with that. Because, and knowing that is makes it easier to go, yep, I'm going to do that. Or no, actually, it's too big a risk and I'm, I'm, I'm going to make the different decision. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so powerful. And not only that, but, um, you know, you're, you're known as cash flow queen. And I think a lot of us, when we think of finances, we think of like, okay, it's either, it's either good. I've got money in the bank or it's bad. And I don't have enough money to pay all my bills this month. And, um, but really there's like this whole other area and facet of actual cash flow of like, you know, I, you know, I ran into someone the other day that was like, you know, I have the money. I just don't have the money right now. Can I pay you in two weeks? It's like, oh, you have a cash flow problem. Like you need, you know, so, so there's like this whole other world of, of learning how to, um, organize your business and finances so that you actually have good cash flow as well. And I, we don't have, we probably don't have time to dive into that, um, today either, but, um, but that, that piece fascinates me. And that's been the number one thing that's changed the finances in my business is just focusing on like the actual cash flow. So that's, it's really exciting. Um, yeah. yeah. So do, yeah, if you want to, if you want to speak to that, that's fine before I move on to another question. <laughs> just, just, just a quick one. And when I, I look at my, my tip on cash flow for your, for your, for your audience is <laughs> look at it on the next 12 weeks or maybe 16 weeks. So just do a plan, plot out what income is coming in each week, what expenses you and payments you need to make each week, and just kind of plot that out for, for the next 12 weeks. It doesn't need to be a big um, you know, 12-month plan or five-year plan, just look at it a little bit short term like ultimately i i do tell people look long term but from a cash flow perspective just just start with looking at what's the next you know three to four months because most people know what that's likely to be and you can then see whether you've got any gaps in it whether there's a week where you've got money you know you're you're short too much going out not enough coming in Mm -hmm. and then you can look at how can you plug that how can you get someone to pay early, how you can sell something more, you know, three weeks down the road because you need a bit more money then. What can you do to make it match up? 
So yeah, that's a, that's a great tip. Thank you for sharing that. Um, okay. So I just want to shift gears just a little bit, um, mm -hmm. and talk about, uh, your, your business, your, um, you've got a couple of different ways. Well, probably more than a couple, a couple that I know of, of ways that people can actually come and work with you. Um, and I'm sure that depending on where people are at, they can dive into what makes sense for them. Um, and what I really was wanting to focus in on is your higher ticket coaching program. Um, but before we get to that, I do want to just let everyone know that you can go to thecashflowqueen.com and get connected with Amanda there, figure out what makes sense for you and your business right now. Um, because the, the high, her high ticket offer may make sense for you right now, but it may not. And that's okay. Um, but for purposes of uh, what we like to talk about here on this show is also how people are, um, how people have their businesses structured to make a big impact. So I'm curious, Amanda, on how do your, your um, highest offer that you're able to help people with is a coaching offer. Is that, is that correct? That's correct. Yes. So yep. are you like in, in their businesses? Like when, when someone comes to you and hires you for, um, you know, for coaching, are you doing stuff in their business or are you just kind of teaching them and showing them how to do it for themselves? So I, I'm a big believer in teaching people so that they can be <laughs> down the track. So my, my coaching program goes for 12 months. Sometimes I do six, but only 12 months. And over that 12-month program, we basically go through the framework that's in my Strangled by the Numbers book. Just a little plug on that one. Yeah, um, awesome. Where, 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 where what I have devised is a framework for the, for the numbers, uh, starting with the core concepts, which really people should know before they start in business. And I'm a big believer in that about where the system's gone wrong with well, that's probably a story for another day <laughs> um focused management which is the you know, sort of the real core to really get take control like we were talking about earlier and then the planned growth and looking at how can you use the numbers to grow the business and grow it successfully because you know some businesses you know, take off like you know madly and greatly which is fantastic but then kind of the wheels fall off financially and it doesn't it's not sustainable so um, I go through that program and the, the, the aim for me, and if when I've done it well, uh, or I've got a good student as well, is that at the end of that 12 months, they're competent and confident to make those, understand what the numbers are, understand what, the, and know what they want to focus on. And what you focus on changes as your business grows and changes as well. So know how to work out what to focus on and be able to make those decisions for themselves. And what often happens is they keep me on on a bit more of an ad hoc basis moving forward because they still want that sounding board to go, you know, this is what this is and I think I'm going to do this and what do you mm -hmm. think? Mm -hmm. So I do often end up, you know, beyond that. But, but I'm... The aim of it is at the end of that 12 months period to have that confidence to, to be able to look at the numbers, know what they mean, and, and have a good, fair idea of what they need to do in the business to, to change it. Uh, and that's, that's the purpose of it. Because I, I can't teach everybody on that basis. Yeah. It's you know, a limited number of hours in the week. And I, I want to... I want to um, I think I'm like most of your audience and, and yourself. We want to 
you know, change the world. We want to make a difference. We want to help others. And the more people we can help, the better. So at a broader level, you know, the uh, you know, things like I'm doing, talking, talking to you now is helping other people to understand they need to look at the numbers, however they go about it. It's- yeah. Yeah. Now, do you have, um, do you have another part of your business where you have more of like a course or like group setting where you are able to, for the people that can't quite, um, or you're out of capacity for the one-on-one coaching part? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, absolutely. So definitely there's, there's a, a you know, a couple of my books. Yes, I've written a few more, but there's, you know, the two key ones, uns- Uns, what is it? Uh, unscramble your numbers and strangle by your numbers. Those are two key books for business people. So that's a good starting point. There's a heap of free uh, resources on my website that you've mentioned as well. And I do have some cash flow courses. And for people that are starting out on numbers or starting out in business, that's a really good place to start. And in fact, where if you come on as a coaching client, that's kind of my first bit of homework is go and put yourself through those courses to get some of those ground rules in place. And then from there, uh, I do from time to time run some group coaching uh, programs as well so that we, you know, we're doing it a bit on mass rather than the, the one-on-one. So it's a bit more general, obviously, but with a little bit of one-on-one thrown in just because the challenge often with finances is, you know, you don't necessarily want to tell people what's going on in your yeah. business. Uh, so yeah, there's a certain privacy level that needs to be maintained, mm-hmm. and and I get that. So you know, we talk about the the concepts generally, and then usually there's uh, opportunities for some one-on-one through the program just to yeah help on the specific things in each particular business. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. Um, I know those are kind of weird questions. Um, I just love we love diving into um, okay, like let's see how you know, people are running their businesses, what type of programs do they have right now? So it's something for, um, you know, audience members to realize like, okay, a lot of people, you know, we get a lot of people on the show that have coaching programs and group coaching programs. And really this is all about amplifying our impact and helping the most that we can. And I feel like that's kind of the model of business that is working for people right now. So thank you for sharing that in, in kind of behind the scenes into your business a little bit for us. Um, okay. So yeah, okay. So you you have books that we can go and get. We have lots of resources on your website. Is there anything else in particular that you want to tell people about? So also on the website, there's a uh, a little quiz uh, that we call the business barometer, and it's a way of just it's a series of it's not a long one. I think there's 24 questions in it. I can't remember. I should know, shouldn't I? <laughs> um, but there's a few number of questions in there that that just to help you get a feel for where where the gaps might be. Because for some people, it it's like, yeah, but I do understand the basics of the numbers, or I do understand this, but I kind of maybe don't. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. And so it's a little bit of a, a you know quick quiz to work out and identify perhaps where the gaps are. And the gaps may be in the reporting and the gaps might be in the understanding. Uh, it's, it, you know, it's where are those gaps? And then from there, uh, knowing then what, what, what you need to be focusing on to help and improve your, improve your knowledge. And I think the main thing for me is, is it, you know, you don't have to have an accounting degree to understand your numbers in business. And I think that was one of the things that really drove me early on was the there isn't anything out there or very little out there 
for business owners and entrepreneurs to understand their numbers. It's all the books and information's all about, you know, stuff for bookkeepers or accountants. And it's not, you don't need to know how to do all that. The bit that you need to understand as the owner is what do the numbers mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of a little bit of where they come from, but what do they mean? And and that's not mo- what most people talk about. So just trying to get that okay. message yeah, no, that makes that makes so much sense because honestly, that's really not where we should be spending our time is doing all of the numbers in our business, but we have to. It's so critical that we know what they mean so we can make those smart decisions in our business. Um, okay, Amanda, I so appreciate you being on here. And I just have to share one more thing with the audience about you, that you also are a fellow podcaster. You have a podcast um seeing through the numbers right is that what it is seeing through the numbers um with uh and and I think if they could just go and search that they'll be able to find it but I will put the link to all of the things um website and podcast in the show notes and if people want to connect with you on social media is there any particular place where you prefer that uh, actually probably Facebook is my, is my best one. Just, uh, I tend to be in there mostly. So Amanda Fisher CA is the, is the tagline. Cause there's okay. the problem or look up the cash flow coin. It's yeah. the problem like Amanda Fisher. It's too common. <laughs> it's pretty common. <laughs> like, no. So, you know, the cash flow coin search that uh, the cash flow coin, you usually find me pretty easily that way. Um, Great. And I'm sure all that's linked on your website too. So the cashflowqueen.com, go and check out all of Amanda's um, books and what she has to offer and go and connect with her and continue the conversation if you wish to. Um, Amanda, thank you so much for being here with us today. I appreciate all of your insights and the value that you've brought. Well, thank you, Susan. It's always a pleasure to, uh, to, to have the opportunity to, yeah, to spread the message and and to have a chat and I've I've really enjoyed talking with you today. So thank you very much.